Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impacts of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dacuid Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Fantastic. Well, well, are you still in the house? Ask your neighbor, are you in the house? What did they say? They're in the house. Fantastic. Well, next up, we have a powerful testimony in the house. Amen. Amen. So I want you to clap your hands and I want you to shout. I want you to welcome our brother, AJ. Amen. One, two. Amen. So, first of all, I'd like to thank God for allowing me to have the testimony. And I'd like to thank Bishop Richard for the opportunity to share it. So, to make it very short and succinct... um, So I was looking for a job, and I've been looking for jobs, and many of the times, I get the interview, the interview goes well, and I get the offer. So prior to the job I have now, um, I applied for a particular job, the interview went well, they said, sure, we'll give you the job. But the problem was they wanted me to work on Saturday and Sunday, so I made it very explicitly clear that I'm not working on Saturday or Sunday. Now... You would think that they would say, okay, see you later, we'll apply, we'll give the job to someone else. But instead, they actually increased the hourly rate and said, you don't have to work every Saturday or Sunday, just two Saturdays, two Sundays. I declined once again. Then their final offer was, okay, it's not just one Saturday, one Sunday. And then I just left. I said, it's not happening. So after that, God just came through because I applied for a different job. Now, this job was actually a full-time role. And I was getting into the first year of uni. So there was no way I could be working full-time and be in uni. So I negotiated with them. And they actually allowed me to be the only person to work part-time in the, in the place. So that was my current job. Um, so recently, I was talking to um, LP Mo, And she said I should get a new job. So I applied for another job. <laughs> I applied for another job this time. And the job that I applied for, the pay was fantastic. Everything was great. So, <laughs> so I went to the interview. They asked me questions as interviews are accustomed to do. So I said the necessary answers. They said, great, we'll give you the job. So it was, again, full-time hours. And then this time they said, 
you know, it's Monday to Sunday, it's done via rotor. So I said to them, okay, that's fair, but can you just, the Saturday and Sunday, the hours on that day, just throw them in the week and I'll do it then. And they said, well, they can't do that. And they asked me, why am I even making a request? And I said to them, because I'm committed to church, I have to go to church. They were like, well, you're not the only one. There's a lot of people here that, you know, <laughs> you know, there's, there's a lot of people here that are Christians. They're from different faiths, different backgrounds, different walks of life. So they have to compromise. So why do you feel you don't have to compromise? I said it can't happen. So as I was saying that, they were like, well, there's nothing they can do. They can't adjust the rotor. So I was just packing my documents. Then the woman, the woman that was interviewing me just whispered to her colleague to her left. So while I was packing my documents, before I left, she said, actually, there's a new role and there's a new vacancy. So I said, so what is it? They said, not only is it half the hours, but it's even more pay. So, so by the grace of God, I was promoted before I was even employed. So, I just wanted to encourage and, sh- and explain to everyone that Matthew 6.33 the verse that Bishop talks about all the time, it's a real verse. And as Bishop said last week, he, he believes in the amens and everything, but you have to be practical with it. So it's actually putting God first by putting him first, not by writing statuses or messages. It's, it's by actually putting him first. And first of all, being committed to God with your time, with your life, and being committed to your church. Because even prior to this, I used to work night shifts in McDonald's just to be in church on Sunday morning. So... I mean, church is important to me. It's, it's, it, made, it made a massive difference to my life. And I would encourage everyone to do everything they can in their power to make sure they stay in church and stay committed to God. Amen. Wow. Amen. May they make a new vacancy for you. Amen. Fantastic. It's a blessing. That was a powerful testimony. Well, next up, I want to welcome our sister Marcella to give us a powerful song ministration. Time alone with the Lord. 
doesn't wanna miss a prayer, doesn't wanna miss a fellowship. He doesn't wanna miss a word from God. When a man loves the Lord, he'll do anything for the Lord. Wanna miss his calling? He doesn't wanna miss the will of God. When a man loves the Lord, he will give him all his heart. Yes, he will. The best. Of his life, his youthful days, he will trust and obey and believe the Lord. When a man loves the Lord, he doesn't want to miss his fellowship, he doesn't want to miss his time with the Lord. Of stories, there'll be no more running away. He will say, Here I am, Lord, send me. When a man loves the Lord, he will give him. She's beautiful, fresh like a lily, sweet like a rose. She has so many other lovers. Everybody wants that girl, but she says, "Oh no, I belong to the Lord." So when a No, he doesn't want to miss that sweet fellowship. He doesn't want to miss his time alone with the Lord. When a man loves, when he really, 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 really loves the Lord, he will serve him with love. When you really, really, really love the Lord
gotta love the
just call my name and I'll be grows old play it again that melody that lifts my soul and it takes me away to a place of praise up where I belong and that song goes on and on and on amen play it again do you see that old conductor now striking up the band making melody and harmony that sounds so grand I cannot contain this sweet refrain, this music in my ear, and where it starts is in my heart, the melody is ringing, I just gotta sing it, play it again, that song that never grows old, play it again, that melody that lifts my soul, and it takes me away to a place of praise, up where I belong. That song goes on and on and on, amen, play it again. Do you know that joy that rises up when you praise the Lord? Does your heart skip a beat when you move your feet to the joyful noise? I cannot keep still, no peace until I sing the glory down. One thing is clear, we can stop right here. The melody is easy, come along and join me. Play it again, that song that never grows. Oh, play it again, that melody that lifts my soul. And it takes me away to a place of praise, up where I belong. And that song goes on and on and on, amen. Play it again. You hear the sounding brass The drum and the cymbal make my spirit dance The keys chime in on the improvising Step aside, make room for me Add my voice to the symphony One more time, can I sing it please? song that never grows old, play it again, that melody that lifts my soul, and it takes me away to a place of praise, up where I belong, and that song goes on and on and on, that song goes on and on and on, that song goes on and on and on, Wow! Are you blessed? Are you happy? Are you excited? 
Oh, I have some good news for you today. Something very powerful is coming your way. The man that is coming to preach to you is full of wisdom. He's anointed. He's full of the power of God. Clap your hands and welcome our very own pastor, Bishop Richard Ayi. One, two, three, four. Hallelujah. One, two, one, two, one, two. Okay. Let us pray. Father, we want to bless your precious holy name for this blessed opportunity we have to be in your holy presence. Thank you for church. Thank you for fellowship. Thank you for the saints. Thank you for the blood of Jesus that has washed us. Thank you for salvation, Lord. Thank you for what you have done in our lives and what you do with us, oh God. We give you thanks today. Your name alone be glorified. Your name alone be honored. And your name alone be praised amongst us, Lord. You alone are great, Lord. You alone are marvelous, Lord. Thank you, Father, for what you have made out of us, Lord. We were wretched souls, Lord. And you saved us. And you called us. And you glorified yourself in our lives, Lord. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. Thank you for today. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, that your will shall be done in this service. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Take your seats and let's discuss some financial mistakes. Let us discuss some financial mistakes. How many of you like to avoid some financial mistakes? How many of you have made some financial mistakes? You've made a lot of mistakes? How many of you since we started, you can already see that there are some mistakes you have made? So have you started correcting them? All right. So, um... All right, so what's the first financial mistake? You're supposed to be writing notes. You're supposed to be telling me the same thing every time I ask for it, okay? As much as we shout, we scream and everything, we write notes. We also think. Don't we think? Okay, so financial mistake number one. Shall we go? No, I want us to say it at the same time. So when I say, shall we go, then you start the mistake of blah, blah, blah. Okay. So are you ready? Have you found your notes? So if you don't have it, this is the time to write so that we are all on the same page. Okay. Because every time I stand here, I'll ask for it. Do you understand? It's only movies that when you are watching, you don't take notes. Church, you have to write. One day you need these points to preach. Yeah. One day you need it to preach. Lauren, one day you'll be preaching it somewhere. Yeah. And they'll say, where did Lauren know all these things from? Yeah. So you have to write the notes and get it right. So are you ready? Like gladiators. Are you ready? Contender ready. Gladiator ready. Okay, from the blue corner, we have 
echo. <laughs> All right, are you ready to roll? So, first financial mistake is what? The mistake of not tithing and giving offerings. It is a financial mistake because that is the evidence. When you tithe and you give offerings, that's the proof to you that God is involved in your finances. That you trust in God. That's your expression to God. That God, I believe in you. God, I trust you. Because according to your word, according to the word of God, when you tithe and when you give, you will be blessed. You actually activate the laws of sowing and reaping. When you sit next to me during offering time, I'll always tell you, take out an offering. Give. I'll tell you, give to God. Okay, Give to God. Don't make the mistake of not giving. It is a mistake not to give. Because when you don't give, there is no harvest. There is no harvest. There is no harvest. Don't, when you don't give, don't expect a harvest. Just live. Live according to your salary. Live according to uh, the sweat of your face. Live according to the battles of life. Don't expect a blessing. Don't expect divine supernatural inputs in your life. Because there are supernatural inputs. God can come. That's what the scripture says. And he will open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing. Pour out a blessing. That your life will be blessed when you give your tithe and when you give offerings. When you hold back, you are holding back a harvest. You are holding back a harvest. You are holding back God's involvement in your finance. So it is the number one financial mistake you can ever make. Not to tithe and not to give offerings. You, are, you have actually shut God out of your financial life. You are just living. So you can live. You can live by your McDonald's salary. You can live by your NHS salary. You can live by your PGC um, salary. You can live by whatever. Live by when it's finished, it's finished. But may God be involved in your finances. Yeah. So, tithing and giving of offerings, it's very important. Do you understand? Yes. All right. Number two. The mistake of Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and verse 11, which says that when goods increase, they are increased that eat them. So, when your income or whatever increases, don't adjust your life immediately. It's a mistake. It's a mistake to get a pay rise and change the type of car you, ride, you drive. It's a mistake. It's a mistake to get a pay rise and buy new shoes. It's a mistake. You don't have to. You, do you understand you don't have to? Because that is where you become poor and you always don't have because you get an increase that you adjust your life. You get an increase that you adjust your life. And the adjustment consumes the increase. So it's like you come back to nothing. You come back to nothing. The little extra that you've got, that you've adjusted your life, that you, you are back to square one. Do you understand square one? You are back to where you were before. So when goods increase, they are increased that eats them. And what good is there to the owners thereof? Saving, beholding them with their eyes. You just look at the bank statement. You just look at your check. That is it. 
it makes no difference to your life. And most, most of the time, the things that we spend it on are of no use. They are of no real value. They are of no real value. You spend it on the skirt that you only wear for the summer. And that no one will notice except a few nosy pokers. notice. At least I won't notice. The inquisitive idle tattlest. Who will see that you've bought uh, a skirt? That you wore a brown skirt? I mean, so what? So the mistake of Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and verse 11. When goods increase, they are increased that eat them. That eat them. Little increase you get, then you increase your expenses. Little increase you get, you increase your expenses. One wedding you are going to have, you are in debt. Look. And we'll be having a lot of weddings. So, I can advise you on weddings. The wedding doors have been opened. There shall be weddings. There shall be weddings. Yes. In this church, we marry. We don't jump around. We are not frogs and toads. We marry. There shall be a lot of weddings. A lot of weddings. But a mistake you shouldn't make is that after your wedding, then you are in debt. You are making a mistake. If you are in debt after your wedding, you've made a mistake. You have, you've done something you shouldn't have done. You've bought a dress you shouldn't have bought. You've hired a whore you shouldn't have hired. You've paid for some things because we will we'll come and eat the chicken. We'll come and eat the chicken. <laughs> look, look. Let me let me teach you something. Let me teach you something. Be, be kind to yourself. Yes, be kind to yourself. What I'm saying is that. Like yourself more than you like the public. So what am I saying in relation to weddings? Have a nice wedding, but let your investments be what you and your spouse will enjoy in private. Enjoy in private. Have, have a quality honeymoon. I mean, don't borrow for it, but rather, just the two of you. Are you listening to me? (laughs) If your honeymoon should be for the two of you, instead of spending it on some things that everybody will come and clap, and then when you, when you, alone, you don't even have a honeymoon. 
when we ask you, when are you going honeymoon? <laughs> be careful. Be careful. Be careful. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> it's like you can't even go on honeymoon. But we are so impressed with your grand wedding. And then you don't have anything else after. You can't eat. Now you have debts to pay. You can't start off, you can't start off marriage with financial stress and pressure. No. 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 You must be happy. Are you guys with me? You must be happy. Have money to spend on your wife. Spend on her. Make her happy. The Bible says that the Bible says that you must live joyfully with the wife of thy youth. The Bible says after you, you are married, it's in the law. It says that you will take a year off to cheer up your wife, to cheer her up. But if you are not careful, if you are not careful, your wedding is on Saturday. Sunday, before you realize, you are at work. Because you have a bill to pay. <laughs> Where, where's your wife? She's, she's on placement. <laughs> no. When a man has taken a new wife, he shall not go out to war. Neither shall he be charged with any business. He shall be free at home one year. And shall cheer up his wife, which he has taken. Don't worry, we'll come to marital mistakes. Relax. <laughs> Look, if you don't keep quiet, we can't continue. Okay, yeah. I don't know what discussion you're having. <laughs> so, make sure that when goods increase, you don't increase the eaters. What's the third one? Everybody, one, two. Oh, that's a sad one. Yeah. I read to you. I read to you, isn't it? I read to you. The, the cause of intractable poverty. That is poverty that you cannot easily resolve. And we don't even know where it's coming from. It's primarily due to laziness. Laziness. In combination with what? Lack of knowledge and, and lack of good skills. Good skills. Because even if you want a good job, you don't have the skill to do the good job. 
You don't even have the skill to do a good job. So because of the lack of good skills, you're you are already rated. You're already rated. This is where you belong. This is as far as you can go. Because you stopped at year six. <laughs> yeah. You stopped learning. You stopped learning early. You resigned. You stopped. You, 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 you were into babies. You became into a baby factory. Yeah. Do you know what? The baby production will stop at a point. When it stops, you have to eat. You have to live. You have to be confident in yourself. That is where you see them on the streets. Cursing people, we don't even know who they are cursing. That's why you see them on the bus. You see on the bus with a push deck. Come here. Insulting everybody. Insulting everybody. Anything that will stop them. Have you seen them coming on the bus before? If you dare, dare try any of those people. But you see, perhaps you've not asked yourself, why? Why is she so angry? Why is she so angry? Why is she cursing everybody? It's life. It's life. It's life. That's why she's so angry. It's life. A mistake that she can't correct. Because she thought she was enjoying. When she started laying eggs and all her colleagues have not laid any egg, she felt the coolest. She was the coolest. Now, she's finished laying the eggs. Now, her colleagues have gone way ahead of her and they've also started laying eggs. So, it's like, what you have, we have. Plus, something that now is more difficult for you to get. That is why she's angry. I'm happy you've all seen them on the bus. Because I've also, next, you see, when you're walking, like when you see things, you have to think. Why is she angry? Why? She doesn't know anybody on this bus. She's come angry. Why? Why is she angry? Why is she cursing everybody? Cursing everybody, especially if you are male and you try. As though all men owe her. Yes, the driver. Well, you only met one. It's only one that was your poker man. Oh, angry at all men. What are they preaching here? No, I'll stay with you, okay? (laughs) So they become rowdy. (laughs) But what do I say? Laziness. I got laziness. So the mistake of laziness, the mistake of lack of good skills, and the mistake of lack of what? Knowledge, lack of knowledge, lack of knowledge. No reading, no studying, no learning, nothing. It's a cause. It's a cause of poverty. It's a cause of poverty, which is which is an unfortunate financial state. Yeah, lack of knowledge. 
I told you some of the courses that some of us have studied with all due respect. <laughs> with all due respect because you must be disciplined to have been for lectures back and forth for three years and written exams. But don't let anyone tell you. You should tell yourself that this thing that I have, this thing that I have, know that it's not good enough. Who do I know who has used it to do anything in life? Who? Who? When you come, you have a degree in beauty. What are you talking about? What are you discussing? You have to ask yourself, what am I going with it? What am I going to do with it? What's it going to do with me, for me? So you see that what you have is very basic. Very basic. Now you have to think. This is this where wisdom comes in. This is where wisdom comes in. That you have to find out how do I break out with what I have? What do I need to do so I can break out and continue in life than settling with a degree in beauty? I don't know why people are laughing. That's where wisdom, the world, the people who are making it and breaking through, they are thinkers. They are thinkers. When you get the knowledge, it's, that's, not the end of, that's not the end of life. I know, I know in my life, I know rich doctors and I know poor doctors. I know rich architects and I know poor architects. I know rich engineers and I know poor engineers. I know them. I know them. Each example I've given, I can mention the names for you. I can mention names. This is this one. This is this one. I know doctors with jobs and I know unemployed doctors. I know lawyers with jobs and I know unemployed lawyers. <laughs> no, life is not as simple as you see it. After you finish, you, there, there's something else that you have to now do. To break out, to break out, and to do well. As for accountants, I know plenty poor accountants, plenty, plenty, and it all it all comes down it all comes down to a certain type of knowledge and applying it. Not just I finished, so everything should start working. After that, you you see those who are capable of taking decisions and those who can't take decisions. And just left. They're just there. They're just there. It's like I'm just there. Things will fall from heaven. But that's not life. You need knowledge. You need to apply the knowledge. You need to keep moving. Keep knowing more. Knowing more. And the more you know, then the more you act on what you know. That's a wise person. That's a wise person. So when you don't know anything, you stop knowing in year six. 
then you should know that they, you are very far. You're way back at the race. Behind, yeah, in the race. Yeah. Way out. Way, way, way out. Anyway, next one. What do you have? So if that lack of knowledge, lack of good skills, and lack of and then laziness. Okay, so that's it. So today, where do we start from? Do you want another financial mistake? Okay. So you have a huge question you have to ask yourself. The degree I have, what next? What do I do next? Yeah, what do I do next? The next financial mistake is the mistake of loving pleasure. It's a mistake. The mistake of loving pleasure. You want a verse, isn't it? There must be a verse. If there's no verse, we should stop talking. Proverbs 21. And you love pleasure. You love comfort. You like enjoying. Yeah. There are people who are into comfort. Into comfort. Into comfort. It is, you know, one, one of, these are the people who are usually in debt. The comfort lovers. Because they are the ones who buy things they can't afford. They're the ones who purchase things they can't afford. Because they are into comfort. Instead of buying a thousand pound car, he will buy a twenty thousand pound car. Because he's into comfort. He's into pleasure. He's into appearing prematurely good. It's like, is it when you have something you can't afford? It's premature. That is the beginning of the cycle of poverty because you are going to work and pay for that thing. You see, and we take something like a car. The reason why it is unwise to be using a car that you are paying because as you are paying off at the original value, the car is losing its value. It's not, it's not one of those commodities that can keep their value or even will appreciate in value. It's not a house. A house appreciates in value. A car, a car from the day you drive it out of the showroom. Don't even drive it out of the yard of the office. Just out of the showroom. The value has started tumbling down. So it is a very unwise investment. If you can receive it. If you can't receive it, it's okay. Keep borrowing. If you can receive it. Yeah. Averagely, averagely, if you buy a if you buy a ten thousand pound car on higher pages or any of those things, you end up paying averagely, averagely, you end up paying about twelve thousand. So that two thousand pounds. If you can really afford two thousand pounds, why won't you buy a car that costs two thousand pounds? And if you can really work 
for 10,000 pounds over however long, why don't you save your 10,000 pounds and be happy? Will you not, will you not like to be 10,000 pounds richer? Yes. But the love of pleasure and show off, that is living beyond your means and then giving an impression that you are really not makes you sit in front of that person in the bank and say, can I get some arrangement with you? And then the arrangement you get is that, you tell them, it's, been, it's, it's, in, the, it's in the account. So you see a figure. See a figure there. So the figure has been there. It's there. It's there. It's a number game. The banking world is like a, a number game. Otherwise, banks should never go bust. It's a number game. Play with numbers, play with numbers, play with numbers till everything, is, everything collapses. It's a number game. So it's there. Hoping that you'll be able to keep your job for as long as whatever so that you'll be giving us the money. It's a business. It's someone's business. So as you are sitting there, you could have coolly got yourself a humble car for 2,000 pounds at your age. At your age. At your age. My first car I drove was 230 pounds. You see, all that I'm teaching you is that don't be under pressure to do things you can't afford. Where people are so impressed. You know, because people will be impressed. They will get lifts off you. Things. They'll be very impressed with the way you are. But you'll be end, you end up with nothing. You end up with nothing. You can't even go out for a meal. It's, it's, it's such a stressy discussion. It's such a stressy topic. Let's go out for a meal. It's so stressy. I mean, you, you will forever be thanking God for Nando's. Thank God for Nando's. Proverbs 21, isn't it? I think verse 17. He that loveth pleasure shall be a poor man. Can you hear the voice of the Bible? He that loveth pleasure shall be a poor man. So far you've been thinking that I'm saying things again, but this is it. He that loveth pleasure shall be a poor man. He that loveth wine and oil shall not be rich. He that loveth pleasure shall be a poor man. You become a poor man. He that loveth pleasure always out in party. There shall be a poor man. When you started first love first, I, I, I discovered Every time someone's birthday, they have to go somewhere, set up this. I, at the point, I said to him, what are you doing? What are you doing? Because he, unspoken, it becomes like competition. Now this one is going here. Now this one has reached here. This, it's like the same group of people who are attending every party. Or outing. Or whatever name you have for it. 
the same group. So you see, as they are going, it's like, I've just paid six times. Now I have to pay for the seventh one. Especially when it gets to the month of August or September, where a lot of people are born because of Christmas. So a lot of people are born in August and September. You didn't know that? No. Every occasion, every occasion, if like in your house, count nine months after. Though there's a child. <laughs> I can see you are calculating. <laughs> Naughty boys and girls. <laughs> no Christmas. August, September. There are a lot of births. Yeah. You can ask the midwives after church. Yeah, they'll tell you. Nine months after Christmas, there's a peak in birth. Yeah. Christmas is a happy time, it's a jolly time. Yeah. yeah. We know them, we know them. Yeah, we know them. Nine months after Christmas. And they come nine months after someone's birthday. Nine months after Valentine's. That's if they are into Valentine's Day. All those things. All those times. All those happy moments. Some people exactly nine months after their wedding day. You see. Exactly nine. They don't waste time. <laughs> Straight. We call, we call them honeymoon babies. Honeymoon babies. You can, you can lick your fingers and oh. nine exactly on the day. Wow. Anyway, I'm explaining to you that love is pleasure. When you like pleasure, you like you are into happiness. Shall be poor. Shall be poor. Those of you going to first year, there'll be a lot of pleasure that'll be offered to you. It will be an explanation to your results two years down the line. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You, you, when you say poor, see, even though we are talking about financial mistakes, apply it in different ways. Apply it in different ways. When you, are not, see, when, you are not used, when you are not used to a certain lifestyle, don't let anyone introduce you to it. Because some people are masters of a certain lifestyle. You see they're partying, doing this, but they are doing well because they are used to it. You are a Christian girl. Christian girl, you're so innocent. You don't know these things. And that's why he's going to introduce this to you. You will go down fast because you're not used to it. You're used to church. You know church. You don't know this party, drinking, this, that. That's how you become poor. You'll be poor in marks and grades. Christian girl. Christian girl. Who are those who easily get pregnant? Those who are not used to those things. Those who didn't start early. <laughs> they are not used to it. They don't know what to do. Because there are others who are experienced. Oh. So I follow them and see. They started early. They started from year nine. Early. 
Anyway, let me give you the, the next one. You seem to be enjoying this one too much. So that's what? Pleasure, isn't it? The next one. So are you going to be mindful of pleasure? Comfort? Convenience? Easy life? Comfortable life? I must have this. I must go here. I must go there. Let me solve you the number of holidays you want to go on. A normal person doesn't go on holiday that often. <laughs> a normal person doesn't do that. Every holiday is money. You say it's uh, one of those flights. What do you call those flights? What? One of those is like, it's a cheap flight. I have an offer. This. Every holiday is money. No, have you not been on holiday before? Every holiday is money. If the flight is cheap, when you get there, you will live somewhere and you eat. And there is, there is a disease when you're on holiday where you feel like I must spend more. How many of you have experienced that disease before? It's like I have to buy. I have to buy. It's as though some demons are waiting for you when you land. That just escorts you through the holiday. Buy. You see yourself buying things you shouldn't, you shouldn't be buying. Yeah. How many of you still have souvenirs you haven't given out? Things that you bought for some people, apart from yourself, you bought for others. But it's still, when you, when you arrive in London, you said, how can, how, can, how, how can I give this thing away? So it's there. Fly for one week and you are back. One week, less than a week. Tuesday to Saturday, you are back. I'm just giving you a break so you think about this last point. Yes, so you think about it a bit. So this is a scripture. He that loveth pleasure shall be a poor man. I'm sure you've all read about the prodigal boy. How he became poor. The, the word the scripture used to say he spent, he spent his living on riotous living. He spent his money. All that he had he spent on riotous living. His substance. He wasted his substance on riotous living. Which is a lifestyle. Raves, crazy life, spending. He wasted his substance with riotous living. Then the next verse. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. In other words, he became poor. He became poor. He became poor. He became poor from a lifestyle. There's a lifestyle that makes you poor. 
It's a lifestyle. When you have it, you become poor. You don't have much. When it gets to offerings in church, you can't give offerings. You can't give offerings. I need to give you at least two more. It's really the fourth Sunday on financial mistakes. Third. I'm tempted to finish off. Okay, loving pleasure. The next one is, the next one is the mistake of a lack of diligence. Proverbs 27. Quick. Do you like Proverbs? Proverbs 27. Try verse 20. Hell and destruction are never full, so the eyes of man are never satisfied. Have you seen yourself when you go shopping? That your eyes are never satisfied? Yes, okay. I know why he's moved us on. Verse 21. As as the finding pot for silver and the furnace for gold, so so is a man to his praise. Keep going. Though thou shouldest bury a fool in a mortar among wheat with a pestle, yet will not his foolishness depart from him. Verse 23. Verse 23 is the verse we are looking for. Be thou diligent to know the state of thy flocks and look well to thy heads. Stay on verse 23. Don't change. Be thou diligent. Diligent. That is, careful. Careful. Pay due attention to the state of your flock. This is a good verse. This is a good verse for all shepherds. All shepherds and pastors. You know the state of your church members. But we are talking about financial mistakes. So be thou diligent to know, to know the state of the when these scriptures were written, were written, the wealth was measured by your number of flocks and your heads. So this is this is your it's just, some of us spend money without thinking of our balance. How many of you agree that is true? You just buy. Sometimes you are the till and you, you, are, you are praying, it will go through. Shapalaba. It will work. How many of you have done that before? Yes. Again, again, again. It's a mistake. It's a mistake. Know how much you have. And know how much you want to spend. Yeah. Be thou diligent to know the state. The state. Why don't you know how much you have? And then, and then you say that, well, I'm spending in faith. It's not in faith. It's not in faith. Relax, relax. It is, you are spending in folly. It's foolish. It's not in faith. Faith is a precious thing. It's a positive thing. It's not a negative thing. You're not spending it by faith. You're spending by foolishness. You don't know what you have, but you're spending. You're spending. And then when you're there, I saw a lady once at the tail. I saw I was there. She had a fat wallet with cards and receipts. Every card was not going through. And she was swearing and talking as though she doesn't understand why it's not working. 
And as she was standing, I was, I was quoting this verse to myself. I was saying that, dear sister, be thou diligent to know the state of thy flocks and look well to thy heads. I said, you don't know. They should change. Bring this one. They should bring a shop card. This, everything was not working. Nothing worked. And you should see the shopping that she had done. She had to leave everything cursing the whole world apart from herself. Know what you have. Don't spend blindly. Know what you have. Know what is there. And then you will know what you can afford. Then you think well. Verse 24. The next mistake is the mistake of thinking that riches are forever. For riches are not forever. One of the mistakes you can make is that what I'm earning now, what I'm getting now, I'll get it forever. I'm going to get it forever. It's going to be like that forever. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. How many of you know know of someone or some people who used to be rich? But they are no longer rich. Lift high so we can all see. I mean, sometimes it could be someone very close to you. Isn't it? The only thing they talk about now is the good old days. Have you, have you, have you heard that conversation before? Good old days. We used to do this. We used to have this. I used to drive this. I used to live here. I used to go on holiday here. And today... You can't even match the testimony you are listening to. It's because of this. It's the mistake of thinking riches are forever. Those who think riches are forever love pleasure. So when it comes, we spend it all because it will always come. The mind is, it will always come. It will always be there. So now you hear them talking about the good old days, the good times. There are countries like that. There are some countries that used to be rich. They used to rule the world. They were empires. They used to rule the world. Compare some of the European countries we have today with some of the countries in Asia. You you immediately remember that riches are not forever. Riches are not forever. Riches are not forever. Because you will see newly, sometimes you have to travel a bit, you will see newly rich countries. Newly, you say, this is, this is riches. People are getting rich. Countries are getting richer. Prosperous. Not some of the dingy roads that you walk on. Oh, this, this, is, this is old wealth. I was, I was sitting on KLM once, and I was reading through the different cities they travel to. Every city, they have something to say. Thailand, Korea, Seoul, this, nice things. Then, then they got to London. I was surprised at what I read. They said, London. What can we say about London? Then they wrote, except the name. Except the name. Except the name. Is that, is that that's all that is left of London now? The name. 
you go through airports in different places, London airports are the most smelly airports. They're the most smelly airports. I mean, they're the most smelly toilets. I mean, I meant toilets, not airports, toilets. Enter into a, a toilet in London and enter into a toilet in the... Um, in where? Seoul, Korea. You see the difference? London toilets? It stinks. Maybe you are used to it. <laughs> no, you see, the question you ask yourself is, where are the cleaners? Where are the workers? There isn't enough. Is it? It's, it's a rich country. It's a rich country. It's a rich country. It's a wealthy country. But it's old wealth. That, that is almost like it's stagnated. So there are other countries that are richer, that have become richer. How do I know? The pound is not the strongest currency in the world. So when you think riches are forever, then you start living in a certain way. So I'm using these things that they are countries that used to be rich. They're no longer, they are not, they are not the richest. They may be rich, but they are not the richest. Their parents that used to be rich, they are not the richest. Their friends that you knew that used to be rich, isn't it? That had money. Uh-huh. How many of you knew friends that had money? What are they like today? They've built houses in their tummy. That means that the money that could have been used, you see, if they, even they had even a good, a good counselor, to, you know, this money invested here, invested here, but they spent it on the broadways of the world, the broadways of the world, took selfies on the broadways of the world. Riches are not forever. Give me the next verse. I think you are understanding the financial mistakes very quickly. The hair appeareth and the tender grass showeth itself and herbs of the mountains are gathered. The lamps, I need to pay attention here. This, is, this, is, this, this one is showing us, to show us that avoid the mistake of not having a budget. Do you understand? That is, what do I spend money on? So he's saying here, the lamps are for thy clothing. The goats are the price of the field. That is your rent. And thou shalt have goat's milk enough for thy food, for the food of thy household, and for the maintenance of thy maidens. So he's explaining to you that, go back. You don't eat lambs. You don't eat goats. You eat the milk of goats. There are some of the monies that you earn. It's not for food and clothing. It is for real Estate, something you see, it's a type of invest because the goat's milk is what you eat, it's not the goat, 
not the goat. You eat the goat's milk. So what you have has to be put somewhere and then you eat what you get of it. That's what you eat. That's what you eat. That's the one you eat. But people have eaten their goats. They get it. It's kebab. You see, some of you should be seriously planning on owning a house. You should be. You should be. Don't ask me how. You should be seriously planning. Instead of eating the goats and eating the lambs, you should be putting your money away bit by bit, bit by bit, bit by bit. It will swell up. Don't think about interest. Because of interest rates, so you eat the goats. It's like interest rates are 0.25. I'm not talking about interest rates. I'm not, that's what, that's what I'm talking about. Bit by bit, you, before you have something that is enough, not for a mortgage, because the borrower is a servant to the lender. Anyone that you owe, you work for the person. You've become the person's servant. Anybody that you owe in this life. Anybody at all that you owe in this life. The last person you want to meet are your creditors. That's why if anyone owes you in church, you say the person is always angry when they see you. And you always wonder, but why? Two weeks ago, you needed 10 pounds. I was like, I will give you the 10 pounds. Why, why are you having an attitude towards me? It's because the borrower is a servant to the lender. When they see you, they feel I've seen my master. Will I ever be able to pay back? When you borrow, every morning when you wake up, the fear and the speed with which you go to work is because of your master. Because you have something. If you don't go, you know you're in trouble. You know you're in trouble. Young people, are you? Take me back to my lambs and my goats. Lambs are for thy clothing. Goats are the price of the field. Goats milk enough for thy food. Stop eating the goats. Stop eating them. Don't eat the goats. Not for your food, for your household and for the maintenance of thy maidens. The goods will take care of that. I pray by the time you are 25 and you start working, you remember some of these verses. Yeah. I pray by the time you get jobs, you are really getting an income. You remember these things. I pray that you will learn frugality early. Frugality. Those are telling some of you that you know what? You know that thing that they call student finance? That you are waiting for it to go shopping. Look, every country doesn't receive student finance. Do you know that? Do you know that? That there's money sitting there that you say, okay, you will pay later. You pay later, but you have money. Everybody doesn't spend it, but I'm sure about 99% of us, we spend all. Before it comes, you've even spent it. If you are frugal and wise, 
I usually like to measure the lowest amount. Even 2P, you put 2P away on it. Even 2P. Even 2P we put somewhere. If you are frugal, do you understand frugal? The wise use of resources. If you are wise, something will be stashed away somewhere. Instead of going online and filling a basket with tops. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you pra- when, when the man is out, you start practicing it. You go online, then you fill the basket. You don't click, uh, uh, you leave it. Then the next time you go again, they go and fill it. It's like this is the training that you give yourself. You train yourself. Save for later. Yeah, that's what you do. You train yourself in it. Lamps. They are, the sm- they are the small part of the head of the, of the farm. Small part. They, they are children. They are nothing. That's for your clothing. That's for your clothing. The small part. That's for your clothing. That's for your clothing. The goats will help you to pay off the price of the field. It's like, it's like goats are very valuable. The price of the field. Do you know the price of land? Goats are, it's like, it's like there's a certain chunk of what comes to you that is very valuable. May the Lord give you that wisdom. Amen. And may the Lord give you that understanding. Amen. It's the price of, the goat is equal to the price of the field. A goat is equal to the price of the field. A goat is equal to the price of a house. A goat. What you see as goats, it is the price of the field. But you've eaten it. Do you know you can eat goats? You can make kebab. You can make soup. <laughs> Carry goats. But it is the price of the field. It is the price of the field. It is the price of the field. You can buy a field with your goods. A field you can buy with your goods. With your goods. With your goods. But where is it? You've put it in something whose value is going down and will go down. That's where, that's where, that's, that's where, that's where you spend your goods. That's where you spend your goods. All the goods that come into your pocket, you give it back to VW, give it back to Ford, give it back to Audi. And then we are clapping for you. Say, you look good. You look very, very good. (laughs) You look nice. That's 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 your field. That's your real estate. Your real property. You become a rich person. I'd like us to go on a tour of London again. We did it two years ago. I'd like us to go again. When we go, when we sit on the bus, like tourists, I would like you not to just start or fall asleep. That's like when somebody fell asleep. That's a sign of something. You see, a lack of knowledge. It puts you in a certain state. I'm not interested in things. But I like, now I'm telling you one of the reasons why I want us to go again. As we are going, the person that, the tour guide, as he's talking, listen to what he's saying. You, you will discover the wealth of England 
and the riches. You see where the riches are. And you see whose hands they are in. And you see that it's not in cars. It's not in clothes. Someone owes the streets. The streets. All the shops. Someone collects money from it. Yes. That is, that is where the wealthy are. The wealthy, that is where they are. And that is what they do. They don't eat their goats. What go again? Next time we go, don't sleep. Tell your neighbor, next time we go, don't fall asleep on the bus. Because <laughs> when you sleep at such times, it says something about you. When we get to Nando's, then you wake up. You know, don't reduce yourself into a chief in the animal kingdom. Animals are into food and sex. Food and sex. Don't, don't, make, don't make these two things the only things you are interested in. I must eat and I must have sex. I must eat and I must have sex. That's all that you are into, food and sex. Don't, 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 don't reduce yourself. That is, that's a lion. That's a cat. That's a hippo. When a giraffe wakes up, what does he do? It's not, it's not food and sex. Don't reduce yourself to that. Don't reduce yourself to that. You have just smarter. I mean, you, you are a superior being to animals. Don't reduce yourself to food and sex, food and sex human being. Food and sex. You're into pornography. You are watching. You are watching. It's like you are into watching two animals having sex and and feeling what they are feeling. Forgive, Rich. And those they are all actors. They are all actors. When you finish watching it and you tried it, was it as long as yes? can do better. You can do better than that. Can we not do better than food and sex? You can do better than that. You can do better than that. You can do better than that. We shouldn't know you are someone who is into food. When you finish food, then you, the next thing is you're into sex. Are you a leopard on heat? Why? And then when it gets to things that would add value to who you are, is that when we arrive, wake me up? When you get out there, where, where is the Nando's? Is there Nando's in this area? I'm hungry. Tell your neighbor you are better than that. So, how many of you are going to come on the London bus tour? Yeah. We'll go on the London bus tour. We'll be on. No. 
Like there's a lion on the bus. Because knowledge is being shared. Knowledge. Knowledge. Have you seen people who always sleep in the lecture room? As long as it gets to knowledge. So the lecturers, well, you see them, they are in the cafe, they are buying coffee, hot chocolate. So they are into hot chocolate. <laughs> and the last mistake is the mistake of a lack of patience. Proverbs 28 verse 22. He that hasteth to be rich has an evil eye and considereth not that poverty shall come upon him. Don't be in a hurry to be rich. Actually, let me tell you. You can write it down. Do not have a vision to be rich. And also don't have a vision to be poor. In case, if, if that will comfort you. If that will comfort you. Yeah. Yeah. Don't have a vision to be poor. Patiently, gradually build your life. You end up blessed. You end up prosperous. Patiently, systematically, gradually build your life. You end up blessed. You will become rich. But I said, don't have that vision. Let it not be your number one. Your number one vision must be to please God. To please God. To serve God. To live for God. Let that be your number one vision. As long as you have a vision to be rich, you become a different person. You become a liar. You become a thief. Because it's like, you can't even work your way up to it. It's like there has to be a shortcut. Have you heard the word greed before? Greed. Greed comes to those who are in a hurry to be rich. One guy said to me some years ago, he said, I can't, I can't have a nine-to-five job because I talked to me. I said, get a nine-to-five job. Get a, be a normal human being. Be normal. You are 19 years. You are, I said, be normal. He, he, said, he came back to me when he started. He said, I said, I can't. I can't. Ask me where he is now. He's in jail. Where else will he be? Because he that hastes to be rich has an evil eye. He came to me, he came to me, 19, 20 year old boy. He said, I can't. I can't. He said, I can't do nine to five, nine to five. It must be get rich quick. So he tried to get rich quick. He's in jail. He's there. And considereth not that poverty shall come upon him. Patience. Patience means doing things gradually. 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 Do well at every phase of life. Yeah, do well at every phase of life. Don't set your eyes on gold. I must get gold. No. 
And the last one. Proverbs 28, are we still there? Verse 19. He that tilleth the land shall have plenty of bread. You know, tilleth the land, that's easy. He who works. But he that followeth vain persons shall have poverty enough. So this is a mistake of following useless people. Vain is useless. This is a mistake of following useless people. Useless people with useless plans. Let's say someone becomes your friend. Sisters, let's say someone says that they are interested in you. As in what work does he do? As soon as his work is undefined. As soon as he uses the word business or computer. Computer. Not even computing. Computer. He says, I'm into computer. Or, or business. Is that, is that there's no name. There's no name. And then when they're a little, whatever, then they'll say IT. No. Your antennas must go up like that. Because it means that you have met a vain fellow. Someone with no plan in life. He has no plan. He has no plan. He has no plan. No matter his shape up, he has no plan. And you will be poor. If you follow such a person, it's not me, I'm not saying it. This is the Bible. Look, have more respect for someone who will tell that I am a cleaner. I am a cleaner. I am a cleaner. I clean. Have more respect for, the, for that person than the one who says that I'm into business or into computer. <laughs> yeah. When the person says, I am a cleaner, I am a cleaner. There is more hope for you for that person. I am a cleaner. I work for whoever I clean. That's someone who can't define what they do. When they can't define what they do, you don't follow such a person. You will be poor. Don't follow people who don't have a clear plan and a name for what they are doing. They say, come and join me. Let's team up. Let's team up. Let's do this. And what they are team up, you are teaming up for nothing. You can't even understand what you are teaming up for. It gives a, don't worry, don't worry, we'll make it, we'll make money. You should be worried. You should be worried. That is a vain person. That's a useless person. Vain, useless. If the person who tells that I work in Tesco, I work here. Work here. But I have my own business. Hey, you have your own business. It's what, they are one of the dangerous people. My own, they're, they're my own people. They're my own people. I'm into what? Where's Andrew? What, what, what were the terms? Ventures, capital, venture capital, private equity. Yes. Miss someone, what do you do? He said he's into venture capital, private equity. As I was standing there, I was just saying to myself, if I had not been to school before, this guy, I said, these are the people who speak to the airbags. 
and the airbags will be wriggling behind them. He's, she's got a boy. See, I, look, I asked him about six times. He, he, could even under, he could even get the, the point I was making. Because I was trying to tell him that what you are saying is meaningless. Come into venture capital. Private equity. Financial adjustments. Is that, that's, what he's, that's what he does. What is that? And then, where? So when you wake up in the morning, where do you go? But look, as we are trying, some of you girls are very impressed with such people and such terms. So very, very impressed. Very, very impressed. So when they come and park the, the car, when they bring the car by with loud music. Is this all, you see, there are a lot of things that define a person. I don't want to sound like I'm discriminating. I'll give you, I'll show you definitions of people. When you derive, you derive your value by the volume of the music in your car. Stand to your feet. Venture capital, private equity. And financial adjustments. Venture capital. Private equity. Financial adjustments. So I'm, I've, I've partnered. I've partnered with some friends. And we try to help people with. Venture capital. Private equity. Financial adjustments. <laughs> My dear sisters, don't be bought cheaply, okay? Yeah, don't be bought cheaply. Try and think. Try and think. Anything you don't understand, don't be impressed by it. Because some of us are impressed by things we don't understand that we feel is great venture capital private equity financial adjustments and then you are following what does he do oh he's into his own private business so what exactly does he do he's into venture capital private equities Financial adjustments. When you say to someone, do you know the person who says, you say, oh, you fool. How, how can you follow such a person? How can you be so impressed? In other words, he's unemployed. In other words, he's unemployed. It's unemployment. It's unemployment and perhaps an illegal immigrant. Father, we thank you today for your blessing. Thank you for your word. Thank you for delivering us from financial mistakes. 
thank you for your mercy that you have shown towards us just begin to thank god this afternoon thank him for his word thank him for what you have learned today what you have learned and what you have received thank him for it thank him 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 thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord thank you father lord we thank you lord we thank you mercy on us lord mercy lord mercy lord mercy lord let wisdom prevail lord may we become wise may we become wise may we become wise may we become wise make us wise lord make us wise lord make us wise lord yes lord malimato shanda laba diba laba diba laba diba kopa le midaste labradista na kizo malibra daba sande levi kaba laba handa laba ma visto ya ma visto ya ma visto ya ma visto ya mashima daba labra dere prende lebe diba kaba laba diba kumba laba sipa makili odoste makili odostaya yes lord yes lord yes lord yes lord masabla di marco la prende la bedi la baka la bandi la bata la bande la bakaya oh jesus oh jesus oh jesus mashom de lebi kapa shande labra di bakando labra di bashanda let me fend the lebre di bakaba laba handa malei madande malei madande Malay Madandi, Malibato Stapaya, Pazo Bredestito, Stimolia Dastindo, Stimolia Dastindo, Stimolia Destindo, Shamali Bando Lava Diva Lava Diva Lava Diva Lava Diva Kaba Lava, the Riamush Tengosti. Father, we thank you once again. Thank you for the blessing of your word. Your word brings wisdom. Your word brings understanding. Your word, oh God, brings instruction to us. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the word that is light, Lord. We have seen ourselves in darkness, but light has come, Lord. Thank you for making a way of escape for us. At a young age, thank you for choosing us and speaking to us at this age that we shall escape the punishment in the future Lord thank you for your blessing let everybody gathered here be blessed with this wisdom the wisdom of financial stability the wisdom of financial prosperity the wisdom of financial increase oh God thank you oh God that we shall not be foolish but we shall be wise I give you thanks in Jesus name now, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, this is perhaps the most important part of this service. If you're here, that somebody, perhaps someone invited you to church. You've not really been going to church. You really don't go to church. But deep in your heart, you feel far from God. And you want to say that, Pastor, pray with me. I want to come closer to God. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to live for Jesus. 
I want to live a godly life. I can't continue this way. I don't want to continue this way anymore. I want to serve God. I want to live for God. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want my sins to be forgiven. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed. If you are here like that, you'll say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you very quickly. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I can see all those hands. Say, today is your day. You want to give your life to Jesus. Just your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my heart. I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. Don't say tomorrow. Don't say another time. It's the love of God that is reaching out to you this afternoon. It's the message of God. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I really need him. I can tell I need Jesus in my life. I've made so many mistakes. I've committed so many blunders. But now I can tell I need Christ in my life. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. Just your right hand. I can see all those hands. You, can, you also want to join in. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you, with you. You want to join in. God bless you. God bless you. If you have your hand lifted up, I want to do one more thing. I want to come to me right here in the front. Come. Come out of your hand. seats. Come. You lifted up your right hand. Come. Come. Maybe you didn't lift up your hand, but you want to give your life to Jesus today. Come. 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 Come out of your seat. Come. You didn't lift up your hand, but you still want to give your life to Jesus. Come. Come. Yes. I'm waiting for you just as I am. Just as I am without Don't say next week. Don't say tomorrow. Don't say another time. It's today. It's today. It's today. It's today. It's now. It's now. If you want to come, you can. You can. You can. You can. Bow your heads with me. Close your eyes, everybody. The congregation, I really need you to help us pray. We are going to make a very, very important prayer. I need your support. I need to pray with us loudly as we give ourselves to the Lord. And those of you in front, what I need, I need to pray this prayer after me, meaningfully, meaningfully, speaking to God. Make it your own prayer. Every eye closed and every head bowed. Say with me, say, Heavenly Father, Everybody say, Heavenly Father, I come to you today just as I am. Please forgive me. I am a sinner. Please wash me of all my sins, of all my mistakes. Please cleanse me with the blood of Jesus. Say, I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus died for me. 
and he rose up on the third day say i believe jesus is the son of god say lord jesus please come into my heart please come into my life be the lord of my life say thank you father for accepting me today and making me a child of yours say from today from this moment i will serve you i will no longer serve satan i will no longer obey satan i belong to jesus i am born again and i will serve you lord in jesus name in jesus name father i pray for these precious ones thank you for your planting and your grace and your mercy that has found them may they be established in your house may they be established in your kingdom in Jesus name Amen